You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sixers win against the Miami Heat tonight. No Joel Embiid, no James Harden, no problem, I guess. Sixers come away with the 113-106 victory against the Miami Heat in South Philadelphia. It is a D.O. Royster. It is the Out of Sight Podcast post-game edition. Chill ride, chill vibes as always. Uh, We're feeling good in here. And I got Sean Kennedy on the line. He's going to rat with me about tonight's game a little bit. Sean, how you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, that was an unexpected win. I think when it was announced earlier today that Joel and James Harden were both sitting out, that it was just kind of uh, punting this one and chalk it up as a schedule loss or what have you, and we'd all move on to Wednesday night. But Man, that was that was really exciting. Like props to the bench guys like Shake and and Corkmoss, who hasn't really even been in the rotation for stepping up and having tremendous games. And then Tyrese Maxi, man, he's it. All right. So earlier today, the news came out that Joel Embiid wasn't in the lineup tonight. I was like, all right, cool, fine. Still got still got James. We'll uh I'll I'll sit through a Paul Millsap start, but then James Harden wasn't playing tonight. And that's when I said, okay, well, I have to do post game on this, on this game. So how happy could I possibly be? Uh, Sean, did you have kind of like similar feelings when all the news started coming down like that? Yeah, I just, I thought it would just be a kind of a boring game where Miami would, hit a bunch of threes and Sixers wouldn't have enough offense to keep up. Like Maxi would probably have like 18 to 20 points. And we'd say, Oh, it's another good game for Tyrese, but that like, that would be the, the lone bright spot. Like we, we saw that earlier in the year back when Joel had his COVID absence mm-hmm. and the Sixers were just getting beat handily by teams. And you, you just kind of shrug your shoulders and say, well, you know, what did you expect? Like, but man, like from, up and down the roster, like a lot of good performances. Danny Green hit a couple of big shots. Niang hit some big ones. Uh, yeah, I mentioned Shake and, and Furkan. Um, Tobias had a, a pretty decent game, like six assists for him, uh, efficient from the field. And like, yeah, it just Miami's a good team. And they, they had most of their top guys. And <laughs> they, like, Clary hit six threes and Butler was very butler good had, tonight butler had 27 point. 11 of those coming from the free throw line but that's fine and then bam coming back because he he didn't play in either game in december or january but bam had 22 and 9 
And let's talk about the, this bench mob a little bit. Uh, first question, do we count the 20 combined points from George Niang and Paul Millsap as tonight's bench points since they're typically bench? Or is it just their starters because <laughs> they were in the starting lineup? Uh, yeah, I think technically they're starters, but I think at least Niang, you chalk it up as, well, they do have depth moving forward and you can feel more comfortable <laughs> about their depth. All right, well, since Niang and Millsap were in the starting lineup, I can't add their 20 points, but still 46 points from the bench. Gotta like seeing that. Uh, Ferk in the second quarter. Wow. Uh, five for five, hit all of his threes. Uh, shake in the third quarter and the and the fourth quarter, just shaking and baking all over everybody. Like, this is positive for both of those guys, especially Furcon, because he'd been getting a lot of DNPs lately. Yeah, like that, that's got to be the most unexpected one because he hadn't even been getting rotation minutes of late. So for him to step in and he had that that dunk very early in the game, he was he, he hit one of his patented little uh, pump faking go drives high off the glass, hit a couple threes, right. just really good start for him. And you could you could tell he's playing with a lot of confidence and that's hard for a guy stepping in who hasn't been getting minutes and. I, I don't know. You just, you got, you got to credit him. Like it hasn't been a good year for him, but he was, he was excellent tonight and they, they certainly needed him to be. At the end of the first half, the Sixers led by one. And I, I tweeted this out. I don't know if you saw it, but um, Sixers are uh, the, the heat are shooting 50% from the field to Miami uh, to sorry. Miami's shooting 50% from the field compared to 48.9 for the Sixers. The Heat have a 14 to 3 free throw disparity in attempts. And the Sixers have only hit two more threes in the Miami Heat. Yet we're somehow still winning this game by one. That 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 math did not quite add up there. Just saying. Yeah, it was weird. Usually the Sixers are the ones that have the, the huge free throw advantage. Obviously, Joel and James are the main reasons for that. Uh, but the, the Sixers just shot the ball really well tonight. Um, they shot well from three, 40% as a team. Uh, they were 50% from the field. It's just Tyrese, Shake, uh, Korkmaz, Tobias, like all really efficient. And they, they were driving and, and just getting getting to their spots and and hitting those, those kind of runners off the glass a lot. And yeah, just a really unexpectedly efficient, productive offensive game for for the team up and down the roster and let's just get into the the heart of this whole thing Tyrese Maxey good holy ass Tyrese Maxey that was like four different tweets in a row in the fourth quarter with this game (laughs) like that step back three the the dagger three the clutch block like in the ensuing possession like Holy ass, Tyrese Maxey. And I would just like to uh, twist the knife in Heat fans. Uh, you guys took Precious, the, the pick before him. Just let just want to <laughs> twist that knife a little bit more, you guys. Sorry. I'm the one that has, has to bring that up. But Tyrese, we've seen it over and over again. No Embiid, no Harden uh, in the past, no Simmons, whatever. But it's been... Maxi kind of stepping up and taking the reins on this team. I love to see that from a not even 
like a freshly 21 year old kid i love this a little ironic that kyle lowry was on the other side of the court tonight uh toronto could have had tyrese for a half season kyle lowry they they ended up you know getting getting that package from miami in the sign and trade but I, I think yeah. pretty safely they would want Tyrese Maxey right now thousand uh, percent for the next 10 to 15 years. You um, think? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what, what can you say? I mean, se- second year in the league, he's already shown these all-star flashes where on, on a court with a lot of really good players, like guys that have been Olympians and multiple time all-stars. Like you can make the argument that Tyrese had the, the most impactful performance tonight and certainly in the last four minutes of the game he was he was the man just absolutely took this game over and as you said like four incredible plays in succession this kid's 21 years old i mean (laughs) the future's so bright it's it's incredible that he's this good this early a lot of positives to take away i think the one that i'm really hoping stays trending upwards is Cork Maz is like, is Furkan back? Because if he is, then that's going to be huge down the stretch and into the playoffs because there's like 11 games left in the season. So if Cork Maz is now starting to turn it on a little bit, that's going to be incredibly important heading into the playoffs. I'm not going to say this is the the Cork Maz revival game. Damn uh, it. <laughs> I was I, really hoping it would be. There is an really hoping that you would be agreeing <laughs> with me that we'd just be popping many bottles of Cork Maz for the next month or so. Uh, I mean, I would love it. it. It would be tremendous if that was the case, but there's a larger sample size this season that it, it he's not it. He's not the, the rotation wing they need to come off the bench. Um, uh, you guys I, like, are your sample sizes. <laughs> props to him and having a great night. The the Sixers certainly needed it tonight, and he was a big part of their win. I he he certainly earned some additional minutes moving forward. Like I don't think he's going to be a DNP for the next few games, based off this this outing. But yeah, I'm I'm not ready to say that every everything prior to this game that warranted his going to the bench and falling out of the rotation is, right. is suddenly out of sight, out of mind. And he's, he's ready to go. All right, fine. Dash my dreams. Why don't you go ahead? <laughs> it's fine. Jump into my, jump into my dream. The water is nice. Um, going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back. And I have some thoughts about the, the Miami heat as it pertains to the playoff run and the Philadelphia 76ers. So going to take a quick break. Satisfy the uh, sponsors a little bit. It's the Out of Sight Podcast post-game edition on the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It is another post-game edition of the Out of Sight Podcast on the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, uh, where you can find a whole host of Boss Media Podcasts. 
Sixers defeated the Heat tonight, 113-106 in South Philly. And Sean, I got to say, the beginning of the year, I was very hesitant about the Miami Heat. I was not a thousand percent convinced of the roster that they constructed with Lowry and Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and Tyler Harrow, Duncan Robinson they gave big money to. Um, Sixers beat Miami without their two best players, and Miami was mostly healthy. Um, seriously, Miami, four out of seven. I'm worried about this. If both teams are full strength, am I really supposed to be worried about this team? Really? Give me your honest, really, Sean, really. <laughs> uh, I I mean, they're a good team. I, I don't. They I'm are not a good should, team, but I'm not I'm saying, saying you should be worried, but I mean, any series against them is going to be a battle. Like Eric Spolstra is arguably the best coach in the league right now. And yeah. he, he always has this team playing good defense. Bam Adebayo is an, inc- I mean, I, I don't an, know. an incredible that's, player. He's, that's, that's a hot Spolster take right now. There, there are folks in Boston that would disagree with you. <laughs> I, I said arguably. So oh, okay, I, all right. I, I couched it, I feel. <laughs> um, like Adebayo is a, a very, like an all-defense caliber defender. He's one of the better options against Joel Embiid that's out there. I mean, True. you're not going to stop Joel Embiid, but he's about as good as you can ask for in defending him and jimmy butler is he's like al horford but like 15 he... years younger <laughs> in terms of stopping joel and b there there you go that's, that's a fair <laughs> comparison um miami but, uh... Heat fans are gonna be all in my mentions tomorrow <laughs> but that's fine that's fine yeah. come at me it's uh, i mean al horford was an all-star for like a decade. So I, I don't think that's exactly. Like, Al I, I called, I called your boy an all-star. I called your boy a young all-star. All right. Yeah. That's fine. We're yeah. good now. Heat fans. We're going. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Butler, consummate bucket getter. He's, he's a guy when the, the chips are down in the playoffs, like you, you absolutely want that guy in your foxhole. Um, and he does and then like cu- sticking cu- it to the Sixers, doesn't he? Yeah, I uh, can't say I blame him necessarily. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kyle Lowry, same same kind of deal. Like he's won a title. He's been in the playoffs for a decade plus. Like just a guy that knows how to win games. Uh, and they have a, a host of, of three point shooters that can get hot on any given night. Um, true. So they just have a good system. They, they, they play hard defense and they have, they have guys that can create shots for themselves when they need to. Uh, it's just a really good, well-rounded team. Um, this, they, they shot 30% from three tonight. Like that's not always going to happen. They're going to have better shooting nights. And uh, I just, I just think the Sixers were better than they would be like everyone, nearly everyone on the roster shot the ball better than they would on a normal night like Ooh. everyone was just feeling it for them so it, it all came together wonderfully and it was a thrilling win but i'm not i'm not here to say that the heat are pretenders by any means just because oh, they no, lost, no, no. lost lost to the sixers that without their two stars uh it, it's just that that stuff happens in the nba like uh, I, I think the heat are still a really good team and i'm, I'm not saying I'd be worried. I'm just saying it'd be a really difficult series and oh, it'll I, go get, seven I, get, sure. I could see it going either way uh, so I'm looking at the standings now, and it's uh, Miami and Milwaukee, one, two, Sixers are three. 
But then you look at the bottom half of that, you have the Cavs at six, Toronto at seven, Brooklyn at eight. Depending on how the play-in game shakes out, Brooklyn could be seven or eight. Um, if you're the Sixers, I, I don't know. I kind of like hovering in that like three, four range because I like the Sixers against the Cavaliers. I, I like that. And I definitely like the Sixers against the Bulls because the Bulls are another one of those teams that I wasn't a thousand percent convinced by. And they're kind of fishtailing a little bit to close the season out. So right right now, I would happily love to see Chicago or Cleveland and just want no part of Toronto or Brooklyn. Like, I'll let Miami and Milwaukee deal with those guys. Yeah, that's pretty clear that Chicago and Cleveland are the, the matchup you, you want. Um, Cleveland, just because they're so inexperienced and any any playoff for them feels like a, oh we're happy to be there kind of vibe yeah and it would you you would beat them you would run. beat them in you would beat them in five and but everyone in Cleveland would be like oh well the the future's so bright like everyone on our team aside from Kevin Love is 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 young and only going to get better so you you would just ch- chalk that up as a good good learning experience from Cleveland's perspective so. there's that. And then Chicago is just kind of flailing. Levine's been playing through his injury. Um, Vucevic hasn't been at the same level of play he was last year. And and Embiid has absolutely obliterated Chicago every time he's played them in recent history. Uh, It just, yeah, Lonzo has been out for, for months now. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty, pretty clearly the two teams that you'd want to go up against in the first round. The the problem with that is that it's like, it sucks because it wouldn't provide the the final bracket that we really want, which is uh, Milwaukee Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, we'll, we that could happen in the semis, but in, in the East Finals, that would that would suck because I am pretty decent friends with the guys from um, Brew Hoop and. We, we all want this series. We all want this series. Sixers, Milwaukee for the whole thing. But I don't know if we're going to get it this year because I, I agree that like Miami is not a pretender. They're not going to like drop off the face of the planet. And I, yeah, it's just a shame that we may never get that series. Sixers, Bucks for the Eastern Conference. Well, I mean, if they don't, if it doesn't line up, that that would be a potential conference finals matchup. That could definitely be the the second round matchup. I, I would love that. So that that, that would that would be a very <laughs> last year Brooklyn versus Milwaukee type vibe. Oh um, right, that that would be fun. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I'll, I'll take know. that. The, I'll the take East that. is the East is very deep. Like there's Boston, like hasn't won hasn't lost a game in weeks seemingly. Uh, I, I just feel like there's there's going to be a lot of tough, tough matchups uh, throughout the bracket in the East. Um, and I'm still not totally writing off the Hawks yet. I'm not writing them off just yet. <laughs> Isn't John Collins out for the year or something? I, Even if I, I think he is, but I, I don't know if I can write off the Atlanta Hawks if Trey Young is playing the way he is. Right. It's just like I if that kid is hot, I can't I can't. For in a one game scenario, which is what the play in game is, I can't count out Trey Young for one game. I can't do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I 
I wouldn't count them out in a play-in situation, but in a seven-game series. In a seven-game series, yeah. That, that's a, that's the, a the Sixers aren't going to be in the playoffs. Happen. I mean, <laughs> the Sixers aren't going to be in the play-in game, so that's, that's not really a right. concern in my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking potential matchups for Philadelphia. Uh, but yeah, I mean, well, Atlanta could definitely, could definitely have Trey catch fire and score 45 in a play-in game and, and, yeah. and get them into the playoffs for sure. Yeah, bring on Chicago, bring on Cleveland. That's fine. Totally okay with that. Yep. Uh, let, let's hope let's hope Boston stays hot and doesn't fall to like six, because then we would all collectively soil our pants again. <laughs> I'm yeah, tired that's, of that's... seeing Boston in the playoffs. I really am. I can't that... tell you how much I hate seeing Boston in the playoffs. That would be a very inopportune first round matchup for sure. It's like but... let let Boston and Miami beat each other's brains in to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's just have that. We'll be the other bracket chilling. We got Milwaukee, fine. But Miami and Boston can beat each other's brains in. That's fine. Or, yeah, that, or Brooklyn. That was a or, really good series. Or Brooklyn uh, and Boston. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would there, – there's any number of iterations for that. That would just be amazing series. Yeah, uh, that, that Miami-Boston series, um, I, I think it was in the bubble. The, the year that Miami Miami got to the yep. finals, uh, that was that was an incredible series. That was, that was an amazing series. Yeah, so I could I could see a a re rematch of that kind of vibe, and yeah, must see TV for sure. And and two out of the three best coaches in the NBA, <laughs> uh, Sean Kennedy. Always lovely talking to you, either after games or after you write columns. Um, where what have you been working on lately these days what's what's up what's up on the site from you yeah i'll I'll have the bell ringer up for tonight's game um and of course you can find the talking about podcast usually up on fridays this week it's actually going to be thursday so keep an eye out for that Um, who do you got who do you got this week or or would you like to tease the guest this week (laughs) uh I, i don't I haven't uh, ironed out my my co-host slash ah, okay. guest for this week yet. Um, All right, it's it's a it's a weird week because the Sixers hit the road and they're going to be in the West Coast, so I had to switch some things around to I, not I, do the post game on Friday uh, for for an, a ten thirty start time. So I, I tried uh, <laughs> I tried for a little breaking news, guys. I tried and it didn't happen. I'm sorry. I apologize. Nothing more I can do there. Yep, uh, gotta gotta keep things close to the vest, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen out for that on Friday. I don't know who the guest is, but knowing Sean, it's going to be special. And uh, yeah, check him out on Liberty Ballers and on Twitter uh, at Philly Fast Break. Uh, you can follow me. I am at DOB Royster. Always follow Liberty Ballers, uh, Liberty underscore Ballers. And yeah, listen, like, subscribe to all of the fine Fox Media podcasts on the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. Sixers win once again, 113-106. In South Philly, no Joel, no Harden, no problem. Sean, lovely talking to you. And uh, yeah, speak to you soon, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a fun one tonight. Glad to uh, be able to discuss a thrilling win. Absolutely. Talk to you soon, Sean.